Can I Steal You for a Second, a Bachelor Nation podcast, hosted by Ashley Young, Shay Corrigan, and Natalie Zamora. Tonight, you just have me, Shay, and Natalie, who you know well by this point. Um, Ashley is not with us tonight, but we will catch her up on all our strong opinions on Tasha, Tasha's new boys, and our new season. So, Natalie, what what is your? I feel like we got into this a little bit last week, but like, tell me how you're feeling about Tasha so far. I am so excited. Like, I was just saying this after the episode ended. Like. I feel like in a good mood, not because of her, but because of her compared to Claire. Like the last few weeks, I've just been like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And now I'm like, ooh, like I feel light and positive. And like love does exist because she, <laughs> she's like open and nice and everything. So I'm really excited and I'm, I'm confident that she'll do a good job this season. And also just like a normal person job. Not the not the Claire situation. Yeah, she was just. Uh, this sounds like so dramatic to say, but like invigorating to watch. And like mm-hmm. you saw all of like Bachelor Nation tweeting about it, and it was just so much excitement about like her energy and her enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And Claire, for I know I'm like the number one Claire hater on this <laughs> podcast, but like she just got so exhausting. Where it's like even when there were dates or even there when there was like intrigue and she was talking to someone that wasn't Dale, it still just felt like draining. And you're right, like you felt like all the two hours and mm-hmm. it was right. like we know where this is going. I don't know if Tasha's season has been spoiled yet. If it has, I haven't seen it. And it's like I I don't know. It was just it's like she's so fun and just in such a good like spirit and has so much energy that it's it's infectious and it's like it feels like silly but at the same time it's like oh yeah like this is why we watch the show (laughs) yeah yeah totally and even when she first came in you know I was thinking like that could be so awkward like she's a new girl there and she's kind of like hey guys so like I would be so awkward coming in but she was not at all like she was like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're going to roll with it. And, you know, that's this is what we're doing. And she was excited about it. So I think that made everyone excited. And all the guys kept saying, like, her energy was so great, like, made me excited. And almost all of them were like, Claire who? Don't know her. Yeah, which is such a weird <laughs> thing. Because, like, they're, it's a bad look for them to be like, 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 so like Claire who? But at the same time, like, <laughs> They also need to show commitment. And like, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Brendan who we'll get to later because I know you know <laughs> have a lot of strong feelings about Brendan. Yeah. Um, but I think it was him who said something along the lines of like, yeah, like you're actually like sort of more my type or more my sort of speed or energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is like honest and like real observation to make, but also like a dicey call because like you don't want to get too deep into the like, yeah, like I wasn't in there at all. Because it's like, all right, well. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to obviously badmouth somebody, let alone like a woman that you were just trying to date. So yeah, I think it's like a thin line that they're on right now trying to impress Tasha and like assure her that she's a woman for them, but also, you know, not being rude. Yeah, and I want to, so we need we got to talk about uh, Tasha's new boys, because like, mm-hmm. I, again, what is time on this show? I don't know how long <laughs> Tasha was there. It was, 
it was her opening cocktail party that like mm-hmm. uh, Chris Harrison interrupts and is like, I've got something for you. Um, which is like, that was, that stood out to me that like, you always see the men coming up to the bachelor and like, yeah. and, like cut in. And this time it was Chris Harrison, like interrupting, uh, again, Brendan's, uh, <laughs> be like, uh, Hey, actually I need to take station away right now. Um, mm-hmm. but do you think, so before we get into the men themselves, do you, how do you think the timing was on that? Do you think like the legacy guys should have had more time? Do you think, you know, I mean, it was only fair that everybody had like the same start with Tasha. What what was your take on that? I don't know. I mean, I don't really feel like there was really the need to bring in new guys. Like we have a great batch right now, but obviously, you know, it's Tasha's season, so she should have like a fair chance um, with twenty guys instead of seventeen. Um, but yeah, I felt for the guys because they were like, all right, now like here's our shot, and then there's you know four new guys coming in one that's like cocky and then gets the first impression rose so they're mad which you know I understand so I don't know I wish they did have more time with Tasha, but at the same time like it wouldn't be fair to the new guys like it's not paradise so if they were gonna bring in new guys I would rather it be right away I just felt for the for the original guys yeah I felt bad or like I was a, not upset about it but like I we have also grown attached to most yeah. men of, in Claire's group where it's like, I'm rooting for them over the new guys. So like part of me was like, no, like, like they deserved like a head starter, I guess, like whatever. Yeah. Again, you're right, like, that shouldn't matter. Um, but also we got to talk about, you referenced him, Spencer, who is also incidentally the only one of the new guys that I can remember. Like I... Mm-hmm. So the other guy has the mustache. mustache. Yeah. <laughs> the mustache guy and Spencer. And one of them, okay, I think the other guy's name is Montel with the salmon jacket, the yeah. classic salmon jacket. And then the other guy is super tall, but I don't remember his name. They showed him like twice the entire show. Well, he maybe he'll get some time later on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do remember knowing the mustache now, but Spencer, okay. Spencer comes in. He came in hot. Yeah. <laughs> not attractive hot. Hot, like. That's why it's not because I was going to say the same. I was going to say he came in hot, and then I was like, I don't. I want to be clear. <laughs> yeah. He's fine looking, but I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> oh, no. But he, yeah, he got, he gets the first impression, Rose, mm-hmm. which I don't even, like, he made some kind of impression, I guess. It felt like at, because they, I guess the reversal of, you know, head starts, they got actual limo intros, mm-hmm. but that sort of helped them. Um, but yeah, like he, he it makes an impression, I guess, but I immediately was like, especially cause she'd had that like lovely time with our boy, Brendan and like yeah. other things. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm all over the place right now, but I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Cause I was like, I know there was something about Spencer's arrival that immediately sort of tipped me off to not liking him mm-hmm. and it was when he walks into like the cocktail party where all the guys are yeah and he says something like so which one of you like scared Claire away or, like, <laughs> like like he said like comes in hot like, yeah like, very uh antagonistic way and I was like I don't like this man I don't like the energy he's bringing here <laughs> yeah I agree and also their conversation that like led to her giving their first impression rose I don't even remember what it was it wasn't memorable 
Like, I definitely didn't give me a good impression. And he seems just like, I mean, I don't want to call it too fast, but he seems fake. Like, everything he's, every time he's talking, it's like a mannequin or something. I'm like, what? Why are you talking like that? It's so odd. I don't know what it is. I, so I think I tweeted this from my personal account and maybe also the Acceptance <laughs> account, and I definitely DM'd it to you guys as well. But I think, like, he's, he, so far, one episode in, he's the guy that we pegged Bennett for when we were yeah. looking at the, the descriptions, where it's like, he seems that, like, and again, we have to give the caveat of, like, we don't know these people, they're probably fine human beings, like, mm-hmm. every villain edit is an edit or whatever, like, he seems, like, so superficial, he seems like he's just, like, he's, he's both not here to make friends, and also maybe not here for the right reasons, and just, like, mm-hmm. It's like it's everything and like very very cocky and like we'll get we can talk about it a little bit later with like the pool day but like there was just so much that I was like oh my gosh like all the things that we you know put on Bennett and then Bennett turned out to be a sweetheart um, <laughs> we're just seeing it's just like flying so many real red flags this time about <laughs> about Spencer yeah yeah I agree that's true like he doesn't seem like like why is he there it seems he's like competitive with the guys but then like when he has one-on-one time with Tasha, it's also odd like I don't see a connection or a spark there and hopefully she comes to her senses or he turns out to be a good guy one or the other <laughs> unfortunately I feel like he's going down the path of um well I don't know so I mean this is like I saw another tweet that was like Spencer has <laughs> seen the show before like he knows the playbook where it's like if he can get the other guys if he makes the best use of his time with Tasha and then he pisses off the other guys so the other guys waste their time with Tasha oh yeah talking him like he comes out he'll get all, he'll get further while not like sort of getting any dirt on him and us then as that is a strategy and it also <laughs> The tweet reminded me the way of, like, people talk about survivor players where they're, they're like, students of the game, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, are there students of the Bachelor game that come in, like, <laughs> I haven't studied this. I know how to be the perfect level of villain in order to get far, but not, you know, not get myself eliminated. <laughs> Honestly, probably. It's been going on long enough, and so many of the guys, like, said that they watched the show, so I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we got... 45 minutes into this episode and it's it's all Tasha all the time or and it's and it's excellent like you said like we were all happy we were all excited mm-hmm. you know there's there was a new bachelorette there were new guys there was like a potentially new villain like there was we we're all riding high <laughs> and then Chris Harrison <laughs> yeah brings us back from commercial break to check in with our two favorite people <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah so we see Claire and Dale they're having their interview which I sent this in our chat but I I had to double confirm because I remember reading it reality Steve claims that they shot that while they were still at the resort so they're acting like time has passed but really like they had just gotten engaged and like Chris Harrison hugged Claire and he's like it's been so long and I'm like okay this is this is not this is not it um but I mean so they seem happy together which I'm glad to see I just didn't really care for it like I didn't need to see it one week after maybe if it was like three or four weeks after but right away it was kind of like all right we just escaped this why are we going right back to it 
Yeah, like if it was if it was real time had passed, I think that would have made a difference. Mm-hmm. And it was also like I saw. I again I will admit to you do not have to look hard to find evidence of me being a Claire hater uh but like <laughs> like it's like they seem happy they seem in love good for them there was a lot of I thought fun sort of hate directed towards the fact that we were getting more Claire also because of the time we didn't know how long she was how long the segment was going to be and so there was a lot of like wait 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 are we getting an hour and 15 minutes of this tour episode back with Claire and Dale it's yeah. like I I was very much like what you were saying where it's like I don't like I'm happy for them good for them but also I do not care like you <laughs> me with 45 minutes of like pure good like unadulterated bachelorette content and then you pull it all away to go back to cycle back through you know well, we the, did they know each other before no and if they did they're not gonna tell you now yeah and then launch into I get okay I will say this the single best part and it almost validated the entire half hour we spent on it. <laughs> but when Chris Harrison asked what they're gonna do next, and he rattled off like very normal things like yeah. moving in together, and Dale had just said how he only like the night of their engagement got Claire's phone number. Yeah. And Claire jumps in with babies, and then Dale's face just like goes like toilet. Uh. I know. I like. I do buy that they're happy together, but there are some moments where he seems so not into it. And then when she said babies, like Chris Harrison was like, "Oh, you're gonna have babies before marriage," and she's like, "I don't know. Whatever happens." And he's like, "We're getting married first. And I was like, "Oh God, this is so awkward." And another point, like she kept saying, like, "Oh, I love him so much. I tell him all the time, or something." And he said something along the lines of, "Like, yeah, you tell me a lot." And it was just like, okay. Like at least fake it I don't know he might just be like shy or like bad on camera I don't know I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because you know I do like him but there are cringe moments I do think it's possible too that he like that like, he's not faking it like he does really love her mm-hmm. but he's also perhaps like, like he does really love her but the energy she's bringing is yeah. so like big and like yeah this so like their their respective enthusiasm is like disproportionate which like you said like he could be shy like it doesn't it's not necessarily a reflection like he (laughs) he doesn't seem as into it any of it as her but at the same time the level that she's into it is like astronomical so like Mm -hmm. she could still be a very good level of in love (laughs) And have her look disproportionate to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. She was extremely eager in that interview and like, you know, the show in general. But yeah, if, if you're newly in love, obviously they're in the honeymoon stage, so sure. But yeah, I agree. It was just kind of like her like far off in one direction and him just like a steady like middle ground. Like, yeah, I found love. This is fine. All right, let's, let's leave this interview now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... That was something. But like the only oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, they definitely put it in the middle of the episode so that we would keep watching until the end. Cause you know if they put it at the end, we would just turn it off. Oh yeah. Or most people would just turn it off. I would probably still watch it just to see if anything cringy happened, but Well, I was sitting there trying to decide like how long and like what I could get away with doing while it was on. Like, do I have enough time to like go do the dishes? Like <laughs> 
what what is gonna fit into this window of like commercial break mm -hmm. Clarendale commercial break Clarendale commercial break like when <laughs> how, how much time do I really have here how much time are they gonna milk this for <laughs> but yeah luckily it wasn't wasn't that long I think it was like half an hour or something like that um, and then we were back to uh Dear Sweet Tasha and her yeah. first group date and <laughs> I, we do have to shout out, Chris Harrison, I feel, again, I don't, I haven't watched enough seasons to know if this is, like, more Chris Harrison than we usually get, and mm -hmm. I would assume maybe it is because, like, he's on site all the time now since they're all, in, you know, the same looking to in, um, but, like, he rolls in and he's like, like, great news, guys, everyone's getting a date, <laughs> which, yeah, I'm not totally sure how the math on that worked out, but, yeah, sure. Uh, and he starts with a group date that is a um, pool. Yeah, they had a name for it, but I forget yeah. what it was called. It was a like a basketball. It was splash. Splash ball? Yes. I think right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, just going to throw words out there and see what we go. <laughs> I think that was honestly it. I think that was it. Yeah, so it was like basketball <laughs> in the pool. And like once again... We have bachelor producers throwing throwing the gentlemen all into speedos, um, but mm -hmm. it felt I don't know. Do you? My initial take was like, oh no, this is like dodgeball all over again. <laughs> and then I saw a tweet or a message I can't remember which one that was like it might have been like a comfort move or it was like legitimately easier to play mm. in speedos than trunks. I can't weigh in on that, but yeah. I think that was like an interesting. Especially because so much of the water was just like you mostly just saw waist up. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, maybe this isn't another example of um, the bachelor producers getting a little exploitative. But what do you, what do you what was your take on the on the splash ball costume? <laughs> yeah, I also didn't think that the speedos might be for comfort. That might be a thing that, like, yeah, I have no idea about. <laughs> Um, might have to do some research after this, probably not, but yeah, yeah, is this true? Um, but yeah, I think like the fact that they were in the pool the whole time felt a little less like weird. Also with the dodgeball, it was like strip dodgeball and yeah. Claire kept being like, strip, take it off. And Tasha was more like cheering them on, just like whatever, being cute about it. Um, so she wasn't like, I mean, obviously they're in speedos, they're not going to take anything more off, but she just didn't. <laughs> She didn't seem like she was over-sexualizing it at all. Like, it was, she was just being cute about it. So, yeah, it felt better. It was also just hilarious, like, seeing them, the losing team, like, have to, like, leave in the Speedos. And you see Blake again, just all upset. Um, that's terrible. They were probably embarrassed. But I just thought it was funny that Blake was in the situation again. Yeah, Blake, I... I wonder if we'll get more Blake next week because I feel like he did not get a ton of camera time. Yeah. He just seems to be like constantly on the edge of like blowing up. Um, yeah. But we did have a little bit of a fight during the pool, during splash ball. We're going to take a very quick uh, commercial break of our own. And then when we get back, we got to talk about Spencer and Kenny. All right. So we are back, uh, still talking about Tasha's first. Well, I guess we couldn't even call it our first complete episode. She'll get that next week. But mm -hmm. Tasha's first mostly complete episode of The Bachelorette and her first group date, which was a splash ball 
basketball in a pool competition <laughs> in which Spencer, who we all kind of felt out as a potential villain during the opening cocktail party, really, he gets into it with, I know he gets into it with Kenny later, but who, do you remember who was the one, was it easy that, like, yeah. in the pool? Yeah, I think it was easy that, like, his elbow kind of, like, shoved him in the face. Yeah. It was, I feel like I can't, again, weigh in on whether it was an actual foul, but it was, like, foul adjacent. Um, and he starts bleeding from the lip. And this was one of those, like, I, I truly don't know what I would do if I was one of the men in this situation because they, like, easy goes for, like, the shot and, like, gets it in. But then you have Spencer there, like, bleeding and hurt. So Tasha sort of naturally comes over and is like, oh, are you okay? Like, taking mm-hmm. care of him and all that. Which you obviously is counterintuitive to what uh, presumably Easy was trying to get out of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they get into it more at the cocktail party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was like, what? how did it even start with then Kenny confronting him? It was just like, I think they were just saying that he was too cocky, basically, right? Like, they didn't really like him from the start, from the comment he made about Claire. And then he kind of was just, like, trying to not start an actual fight, but was just making comments, I think. And then Kenny kind of came out of nowhere and was like, no offense, but, like, you're being, like, sucky right now. Like, in in more words than that. Like, he, I guess he was being nice about it. But, yeah, he confronted him and said, like, he did say no offense. But he was like, but you're, like, causing trouble here. And then... Um, he gave this just, like, monotonous, like, answer back that I'm like, you're, like, a doll or something. I don't know. (laughs) He's creepy to me. I will say I'm glad that Kenny is the one stepping up for this because I don't, I don't dislike Kenny. Mm -hmm. I don't really think he's done anything that I can remember that I found particularly objectionable, Mm -hmm. but I don't love Kenny either, so I'm not going to be upset if he if he's like the sacrificial stand-up guy where like he makes a big deal out of this or he sort of picks a fight with Spencer and then he goes home like I I guess like in like the chess game of the bachelorette or whatever I'm willing to sacrifice Kenny as a pawn in order to sort of get Spencer out eventually too um I don't know how to play chess I agree, though. I agree. Like, Kenny's fine. He's not, like, my front runner, but, you know, he, he's fine. Hasn't done anything wrong, so I totally agree. Um, but it is, it is interesting to see, and this is why, like, I get very fascinated with the off-screen stuff, and I think I said in the second episode, one of the reasons that I really sort of, you know, took back what the mean things I said about Bennett was that it seemed like all the guys in the house loved Bennett like yeah some the scene of them like running to like get their gifts or something and everybody's like it's Bennett look at him he's amazing and I was like I don't know what's going on but they seem to love him and like yeah what we're not seeing is the very much the opposite with Spencer where it seems like even with like the easy thing like he he was like getting like jippy and like whatever interactions we weren't seeing or even the ones Mm -hmm. we were clearly it was the classic like wasn't there to make friends but also like there's a middle ground between not here to make friends and everybody in the house already hates me. Yeah. So, yeah. Know, it's, it's a move. 
Yeah, it's also just like being a nice person, right? Like you don't want to come in and just be a complete jerk to everyone, um, which was, you know, uh, obviously we're not seeing everything, but that's just the vibe that obviously has um, been set forth by all the guys. They are anti, um, what is his name? Spencer. <laughs> Spencer. I'm like, why am I thinking like Jeremy right now? Anti-Spencer. Do you think they're more, <laughs> do you think they're an- more anti-Dale or anti-Spencer? Honestly, <laughs> Spencer. Cause like, yeah. at least like makes like, they can all, I think, begrudgingly see or could look. What was frustrating about Dale was that like, it was so obvious that they were like, both in love where it was like yeah. they were probably annoyed about that one night where Dale got drunk and was just extremely bold but other than that I was like you can't really argue with that where it's like Spencer came in new yeah starting stuff and Tasha isn't like she seems to be into him but like not like so far gone yeah um, so I, I feel like they and also probably their need to make peace with Dale or like having made peace with Dale like to have Spencer come in so soon I know that like all that like hate from Dale is like (laughs) transferred onto Spencer too um just love to psychoanalyze the men on the back (laughs) (laughs) I know right (laughs) like they were beginning to heal and then this happened but yeah I think with Dale too it was definitely you know like you were saying like it was definitely a jealousy thing like it was just like he was winning so that sucks but um yeah I don't think it was like even when they did the roast of Dale like it was kind of after that lighthearted. like they didn't hate the guy um so we'll see I so do you think then is Spencer gonna stay our villain or is this just like a bachelorette tease like how long how long do we think this vil- the Spencer villain arc is gonna last I don't know because they were kind of teasing Noah as the new mm-hmm. villain in the upcoming episodes obviously it could just be you know producers editing it uh, per usual but I don't know maybe he won't make it that far that's my random prediction out of no information at all (laughs) just because I feel like he has no personality um but yeah I don't know it'll be interesting to see but also since the guys get along so well and he's kind of the outlier then he might just be the villain forever until he leaves that makes me wonder because I love a uh, I love to be a bachelor production truther. It's <laughs> probably my greatest bachelor related passion. Um, <laughs> but I wonder if then one of the reasons for bringing in the guys was that like if if the remaining guys were too like if they were getting along too well and too bonded and like they were like well we're gonna reset, we need some villain candidates. So if they if they cast Spencer and Noah with a particular eye on like they'll come in they'll be new so they'll already kind of be on the outs mm-hmm. they've got you know various personality characteristics that might make them good villains I wonder if that's like one of the reasons for bringing in the new guys because like you said like yes Tasha deserves like a full slate um, a full crew but also like there were plenty of guys still there. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, I could totally see that being a thing. Also, like, the only other villain was Yosef, I guess, and he went mm-hmm. home right away. Yeah. And they played up that moment, like, until they, like, 
since they announced like the premiere date for the season. So yeah, that's probably why. That's probably it's not for Tasia. It's not for her to be happy. It's just for the drama. I do though. Speaking of Tasia's happiness, I'm, I'm <laughs> so torn between like. I already, I, we talked about this last week, but I didn't watch whatever season she was on before, so, like, I'm, I'm new to Tasha, but I already, like, love her, I'm utterly charmed, like, very all about, like, her enthusiasm and, like, just everything, her maturity, like, I'm all in on Tasha right now, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm torn between, like, being, like, really thinking that she was sort of the perfect bachelorette for this opportunity, I guess, mm-hmm. but also wondering, like, I don't know did she I mean this would be an obvious yes but like deserve better as far as like having like her own like her actual own season but then it gets into like I'm just I'm gonna talk in circles for a little bit (laughs) but it gets into sort of like in theory the guys aren't cast for the person so it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like they would have been different people but they would have been like fresher I guess or like not they wouldn't have had the Claire experience yeah which could be so far it hasn't really seemed like a hindrance um but I also I, I'm I'm like so glad that we have Tasha because like, I feel like any anyone less than the energy that like she's bringing would have been just like a disaster mm-hmm. but also I wonder if like if I if yeah I don't know they could have just brought in like a random from Peter season and just be like, create drama. We just need the ratings this time and then we'll bring Tasha for a real season. They could have brought back both Victoria's and just like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there there were so many, not not even villains, but so many like characters on Peter's season that yeah. could, have, could have come back. <laughs> they could have pivoted to like Paradise. Isn't that what Paradise is where it's like, relatively equal numbers men and women hmm. so they could have just brought back Peter's season which was also sort of a bust yeah we'll just combined this <laughs> failed bachelor season and this failed bachelorette season into a bachelor in paradise in a looking to end wouldn't have been a bad idea honestly <laughs> it would have brought so much chaotic energy but that's what we're looking for so it's not a bad idea <laughs> With, like, no ability to travel or anything like that. Just let them yeah. live in the resort, see what happened. Um, okay, but on a more serious note, we did have one of Claire's guys who didn't watch the ground anymore. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah, do you want to yeah. talk about it? <laughs> yeah, so... I- I thought that Blake was going to leave first. I really had my money on Blake, but no, it was Jason. And even though I felt he also had the scary types of vibes throughout the season so far, not as much as Blake, but he kind of was kind of weird talking about like, you know, the issues he didn't want to bring up and that he did something really bad and that he didn't want to get angry. But beyond that, this episode, I did feel really bad for him because he decided he had to leave. Um, because he still had feelings for Claire. And he said he fell in love with Claire, which I thought was interesting, because, you know, they did have one date, but Claire and Dale fell in love with, like, no dates. So there's that. Um, Yeah, so he left, and he went and told Tasha, and I thought, you know, they had a relatively good conversation about it, and sad for for Jason. Yeah, I I went back and forth, like, the whole Jason segment, where, like, Mm -hmm. I do think 
what he was saying about sort of like already being have already having fallen in love with Claire was like a little intense and (laughs) if if like Claire was still there and this was also playing out like maybe a little like he he doesn't have like quite Blake level crazy eyes but like Mm -hmm. (laughs) some of the things he was saying was like legitimately like all right buddy like let's pump brakes here Mm -hmm. but it also seemed more and maybe this is like a presentation or anything but like more genuinely like hurt yeah I was bothered at the time by the therapy date as we keep referring to it yeah like it seems like they like legitimately like dug up stuff for him yeah if he hadn't like talked about that with people before or like with in on dates or relationships or whatever like I could see and like we I guess we also don't know like how much more they talked about off camera as far as yeah that sort of trauma was so I could kind of see him getting overly attached because of that yeah that are also still not healthy and still should probably see like an actual <laughs> licensed professional but this like at the same time I was almost like I feel like in the context of like what we saw of him and his date I was willing to give I was willing to fall a little bit more on the side of like sympathy yeah as far as like having over not overblown but like fast-tracked emotions I guess yeah and I did like it seemed like he especially what he told Tasha like showed a lot of maturity and I guess it's like he was like very he didn't leave it very long he was sort of very upfront with like this is like I, I tried like I gave it a day or whatever but like, yeah I can't get past this it's not fair to you uh, I really liked she kind of doesn't push back on him but sort of says is honest about like this is sort of like hurtful and scary for her because like that was yeah. like her big fear with coming in that the guys would be too attached um to Claire and he I I liked and appreciated that he really sort of spoke up and said like listen this is like a me thing like yeah team and they're there are 100% here for you like don't let the fact that I need to leave sort of um you know get in your head about the other men like they're all they're all fully fully here yeah time will tell if that's true of Blake as well but I I appreciate Jason sort of taking the uh occasion to sort of comfort or reinforce that like those two things that like I don't know validating her fear or concern while also sort of separating like him from the rest of them yeah yeah I agree I did like your conversation and yeah with Jason like he was honest just from the beginning of everything you know like saying he kept saying like he didn't know if he'd be able to do it with Tasha, and then was like all right I'm gonna give it a shot and then was like I tried and um it's also with Tasha, it's like I was also glad that he said like no all the other guys are here for you because with Tasha, like she hasn't seen what's gone down at the resort like we have. And we know that Claire has barely spent time with any of these guys. Like, I think this is the first time I've heard Brendan say like two sentences. Um, So we know that, but of course she's probably thinking like all of these guys form connections with her. Like, how am I going to live up to it type of thing? Um, So I hope that gave her the peace of mind. And then obviously all the guys just like drooling over her, hopefully gave her the peace of mind too. Yeah, they seem as excited about her as like the audience is which is yeah. like, 
again, like probably why it's so fun and sort of infectious to watch because like it's not only like her like bubbly enthusiasm, but like their like one-on-one interviews and everything is like their hype as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I can't remember if this happened before or after Jason. So again, what is time on the show? <laughs> yeah, but I did also love that after the date there was a cocktail party and there I think there was or maybe again I don't know what at some point there was supposed to be a rose ceremony mm-hmm. uh, and I it might have actually been after her first way back in the beginning of the episode <laughs> but I love that Chris Harrison comes in he's like it's time for the rose ceremony or she says I'm like is it time for the rose ceremony now uh, but we're not gonna do that like because I want to get to know all of you more and better and I was like I don't like I I I have to imagine there's an element where the producers are just like, you know, whatever, do what you want this season. It's already like totally I know. Window. But I, I kind of love that it like it's <laughs> you had Claire canceling dates and cocktail parties left and right, and now Tasha is like, no, I don't want to do a rose ceremony. We're moving on. And, <laughs> and everyone's so happy. Like the guys are like, oh, okay, great. Like she's the best. She canceled it. Um, yeah, that was hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, I felt like at first some of the guys might have been disappointed probably just because they were so used to the Claire canceling where it was like canceling and you're not going to see her for two days. But this was like, no, we're canceling it so I can talk to you. And they're like, all right, cool. Claire would also, Claire would cancel like the dates and the cocktail part, like the time with her and then still eliminate people. (laughs) canceling the elimination to spend more time with them like it's it's the dream situation for them yeah at some point like we're gonna need obviously people are gonna need to go home we're gonna need to keep this moving but but for now I'm excited to have uh all my favorites still around yeah I know I kept looking in the preview for like upcoming weeks I'm like who is missing I feel like all of the guys are still here even what's amazing about this season and it's occurring to me just now is that like usually you have those guys that you recognize their faces kind of and then they're gone and you're like oh yeah that was that guy that did that one thing mm-hmm. because the like rose ceremonies and the dates and now the shift in bachelorette have been so chaotic everyone almost, almost everyone is like still there so it's, yeah like, Ed, who is a guy that I always forget about unless he's actively on screen with a like a thing that says his name. Yeah. Like he's still around. Good for you, Ed. <laughs> um <laughs> and I think the absolute our absolute favorite in that regard um has to be Brendan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is such a cutie. Oh my goodness. I yeah, he's he's my favorite right now for sure. He just seems like he seems genuine. He also the one thing that it's like I was unsure about was that he's very like doesn't seem excited ever, like very just chill. But then Tasha kind of asked him like, "Is that just like your personality? Are you shy?" And he's like, "No, this is just like how I am." And I was like, "All right, sure, whatever." And he did seem to, like, you know, get excited about things like smiling and laughing and stuff. So, like, he has emotions, so we're good. <laughs> as long as that's passed. Um, yeah, I think he's adorable. I, uh, so we, I don't, Brendan, I feel like has always, there's something about him that, like, I liked from the beginning because I kept mm-hmm. putting him in my bachelorette <laughs> draft, except for the one a week and this is this will be this is the reason I'm going to lose our bachelorette fantasy draft. 
the one week where he throws an off-handed like I love Claire but I'm not gonna like take yeah. off my feet or whatever it was and like in our league you get points for that and so like the one week I was like Brendan's like not in this I have to, <laughs> like I love him but I have to keep him out and he does that and like earns like a bazillion points anyway, yeah like, um, <laughs> yeah I was very excited in the beginning of this episode when he um he like comes out and he's wearing a turtleneck which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of turtlenecks but he also like we talked before like he had like that first kind of like one-on-one time and we thought he was gonna get the first impression rose mm-hmm. decided um and then he gets the date card which we'll get to in a second but it's like it seems like he and Tasha are sort of having that like first night connection or like first dates connection that mm-hmm. you just like see them have a bunch in common where it's like like I said like he was wearing a turtleneck and then she gave like a one-on-one camera where she was like you know if a man like can pull off a turtleneck he can pull off anything like that is not a commonly held opinion Tasha. yeah <laughs> <laughs> also not to just randomly say either right that so that was all very exciting um and then they had their one-on-one date Brendan's one-on-one date. They Tasha arrives with a horse. Yeah. In a looking to inn, and I, I this is again one of the things we're saying. I wonder how they knew or when they knew or I guess maybe this is the magic of radios and like walkie-talkies. But <laughs> Brendan gives an interview about how he was like really frustrated because he was like about to kiss Tasha the first night, and then Chris mm-hmm. Harrison cut in. So for the beginning of their date. Chris Harrison, like, does not leave them alone. Like, he, like, sends them off on horses and then, like, rides a scooter around and, like, pops in again and, like, pops in <laughs> other places. Um, but I was, they, like, horseback ride to a pool and then just hang out there and then have dinner. And then, like, they just seemed so into each other. I was so charmed. Yeah. and I, Yeah, I thought the Chris Harrison thing was so funny. And you're right. Like, he's around so much more than previous seasons. <laughs> Like, previous seasons, I feel like I would barely see him, and, like, he would, like, not be that funny at times, but I think, you know, quarantine got to him, and he's just trying to do as much as possible this season, <laughs> so it's funny, and, yeah, it really seemed like now that you're, like, putting it into words, being like, oh, they just went to a pool and hung out, it sounds so boring, but they made it seem, like, so cute and fun that I wasn't even... Like, with Claire's dates, I know we were like, this is so boring. Why didn't she pick this date? And obviously, a horseback ride is more exciting than, like, getting your feet done. But I thought that, like, the pool date was so cute. And then just, like, having dinner, I thought it was super real. And I liked it. Well, it's also, like, with Claire's, you got... It was, like, a pool date, like, intercut with her telling the camera how, like, she's really trying to process, like, a shot. Like, she really, really trying here. And this is, like, them, you know, making out in the pool or whatever, intercut with them talking about how much, like, how into each other they are, which is just, Mm -hmm. like, like, we wouldn't say, like, it's just, like, such a different, um, like, vibe of the show that it's much, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it just feels better and it just feels like we're watching The Bachelorette. Like, it just feels like, okay, like sparks are forming, you know, like this is a start of something for them. So it's exciting. I also liked the really, you mentioned the dinner, um, and I liked the (laughs) lack of steaks because they, I guess I should clarify, like, lack of steaks, like uh, (laughs) S-T-A-K-E-S. food (laughs) but like he he's giving this very endearing uh like 
camera interview where he's like, I, like, I, before we get too far, like, I want to tell, or I need to tell Tasha that, like, I'm divorced, and, like, not everyone is, like, into that, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and Tasha had mentioned earlier, and again, like, I wasn't sure if I, like, made this up, um, <laughs> because I didn't know her history, I didn't know how well known it was, but she had mm-hmm. said earlier in her, you know, interview thing that, like, she had also been, like, divorced from a young a marriage when she was younger mm-hmm. and so he was all nervous about telling her this and I was sitting there being like oh no this is gonna be so good like she has this story they're gonna bond over this yeah yeah and I was just I by the end of the episode and this is you know when you know it's time to turn off the tv and watch something else I was like I would be okay with Tasha and Brendan getting together after three episodes and bringing in a third bachelorette. <laughs> like, let's just keep this, like, instant love at first sight. Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious, and I'm here for it just because I want Tasha and Brendan. <laughs> and, yeah, I thought it was so cute how that went down because then when she was, like, she was, like, getting smiley about it, I think because she could tell he was nervous to tell her. Yeah. And then she was, like, well, I can relate to that, too, because that also happened to me. And he's, like, smiling, like, oh, really? Like, he's like, okay, I'm off the hook. Like, <laughs> everything's good. But yeah, they're definitely going to bond over that in the future episodes. Yeah. I also, I will say, sort of, as the counterpoint to our enthusiasm, uh, one of my friends was also watching and she, she self described as heartless, which I think is a little bit <laughs> too harsh on her. Um, but she, I was being like, oh my gosh, like, I love, like, their dates so cute. I love them so much. And she was like, I wish he had worn a different shirt and also he talks too slow. <laughs> I like I don't even remember oh I do remember what she was wearing but he does like he talked very like chill that was like the one thing I was questioning words carefully (laughs) (laughs) uh, my friends support uh his shirt was when she mentioned it I couldn't not see it but it was like a short sleeved sweater shirt with a bad like crisscrossy pattern Hmm, I don't remember. Yeah, it was not very memorable, but when she put it out, I thought, I was like, okay, I, I will give you that, but why are you noticing that when there's so much other charming, you know, romancing going on? Yeah, and also I noticed now that we're talking about it, like, she, so yeah, when she was a contestant on Colton's season, she had, like, opened up about her divorce and how it was, like, terrible for her and all of that, but then she became a stronger person, like, she was just so great, always so positive, but it's funny how like Brendan didn't know all of this and she was like being cute about it. Like what if it was Claire? She would have been like, you didn't know I was married. You're not here for the right reasons. Goodbye. She would have thought that it was like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, not a psych out game, but like some kind of trick of like, are you yeah. not just because you know that I was divorced? <laughs> yeah. Is, I don't, I, this is perhaps something for me to work out on my own, but like, I don't know why, Claire and Dale I found so off-putting and yet Tasha and Brendan I'm like all in I'm like this is wrap it up we're done here <laughs> I know I also feel like with Claire and Dale they never had like good conversations and she kept saying they did so it must have been off camera or like she's just like zero to 100 right away probably both but yeah, and I think, yeah, it was Claire saying, you know, this is my husband, like, I can't believe Dale did this, and Tasha, you know, just saying that she likes Brendan, it's kind of like, okay, they have a shot. I think that's a big part of it. Like, so far, we've seen, like, Tasha hasn't been rude or dismissive to the other guys mm-hmm. because of Brendan, like, her, their 
their time together has been like their time together. <laughs> um, okay, so wrapping things up, in addition to our clearly uh, unfiltered enthusiasm for Brendan, what else are you looking forward to from Tasha's season? Um, I did see that Bennett is going to be in an upcoming episode. I was getting nervous because I was seeing, I kept looking through the teasers that they had released before tonight and I did not see him. So I was scared, but I'm excited to see, and I'm sure it's not this dramatic and producers are hyping it up for the previews and all that, but I'm excited to see who her dad is like, yeah. why him? Her dad also on Colton season, she went uh, to hometowns and her dad was also kind of like a little hesitant to accept um, Colton. So I think that he is kind of just like a stricter dad. But I'm so excited, nevertheless, to see you. I can't decide whether I'd rather have that be, like, a Spencer who made it that far. Like, do I want Spencer to make it that far so that he can get, like, ripped apart by her dad? Or do I want Spencer gone so I can continue with my, you know, continue with the peaceful bromance community that I like to believe exists on The Bachelorette? Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, like, listen, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at iWatchBachelor. Um, and we will talk to you next week.